Reporting for WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Hillary McClure with the Cyber Warfare Report. Joining us is former White House CIO Teresa Payton. A Chinese cyber attack on Australia was exposed. The New Zealand Herald reported on Chinese cyber attackers that mined Australian computer systems for months, seeking vital information about defense and energy. The red-laden group, who is said to be linked to the Chinese government, set up a fake Australian publication and attempted to provoke Australian employees connected to sensitive information into clicking a link that infected their computers with malware. Teresa, can you take us through this story further and tell us more about the targets of this elaborate phishing scam? Sure. And for starters, people may not realize this, but there are several studies out right now that look at the last 18 months of cyber incidents. And the number one leading cause, and depending on what research study you see, it's 90%, 95%, 98%, but the number one leading cause is social engineering. Now, that's typically how they get their toehold into an organization. It's not the most sophisticated way to do it, but once they get inside, then they tend to go into stealth mode and do more sophisticated tactics. So why do they do social engineering? Sadly, because it works. So let's talk a little bit about this case. You know, based on the investigation, it leads back to a Chinese state-backed group. And what's interesting about the Red Laidon group is they targeted Australian media companies and health and defense agencies. They basically created very convincing phishing emails that went to government agency employees as well as to media employees. And they started off using something like a fake news site stood up called Australian Morning News. Now, I wrote extensively about these tactics in my book, Manipulated, and how disinformation and misinformation campaigns launched by different types of cyber operatives around the world do something like this. They stand something up. It sounds familiar. It looks like a media site. In this particular case, the website was set up around the same time as the federal election. They took news articles from real news outlets, they cloned them, and posted them to make themselves look more legitimate. Behind the scenes, when people took the clickbait, their computer would become infected with malware, and that's what gave the attackers access, and that's how they got data. So this group, Red Laden, is also known as TA423, and they basically were looking at supply chains, looking at energy, looking at anything kind of government-sensitive information, and they had this stealth access for months. Why would China be interested in attacking Australia, Teresa? What do they want? Well, they're looking to see what are the alliances with Taiwan, and so there's a geographic political interest. China has some loose alliances with Russia. So there could be some, you know, trading of intelligence and information between China and Russia as it relates to their different political interests. And so what's interesting is part of the investigation, they found that the attackers were very focused on understanding things around naval issues you know, locations, information, the locations around Navy in Malaysia, Singapore, Taiwan, and Australia. So you could see where maybe China is trying to understand 
depending on what they decide to do in Taiwan, really trying to understand what assets are already in place that they're going to have to contend with. So you gave some quick insights earlier, but what is Red Layden's history of cybercrime and what more should we expect from them? Well, unless we get the opportunity to catch them someplace where they can be arrested and stopped from accessing the internet, we should expect to see more of this type of behavior from them. And it won't just be targeted at Australia next time. This particular group is believed to be involved in the breach that happened in Cambodia's national elections ahead of their elections in 2018. They did something very similar, social engineering campaigns. They targeted various media and government entities to get information, and they were successful in breaching the National Election Commission of Cambodia. So they know what they're doing. They know how to operate in stealth mode to some extent before they get caught. The question is, is what damages will they inflict on the next country before they get caught? So with that, how can nations defend themselves and their employees against attacks such as these? Well, there are a variety of different ways. As part of an education awareness campaign of your employees, you need to add to it, not just don't click on links and open attachments, because that's actually part of their day job. And so what you have to do is look at sort of your email platform. Are you taking advantage of all of the security filters that you can be to filter out more of the bad, the obvious social engineering campaigns, but also add to your cybersecurity awareness training lessons on misinformation and disinformation campaigns and how to spot them. That will be a huge win if you add that to your cybersecurity awareness and education campaigns. And then lastly, for your employees that as part of their job that they need to click on links and open attachments, look to see if there's a way that you can architect a safe zone. Maybe when they open an attachment, it's in a virtual instance. So it's not actually tied to the corporate network and it can infect the network. Maybe you give them tools where they can cut and paste a link into a tool to see whether or not it's been reported as a bad link. Those are some different strategies that you can deploy to see whether or not you can filter out more of the bad stuff. And then if there's sort of that moment of truth that happens that your employee knows, I think this is a social engineering attempt and they have an easy way to report it. Joining me was former White House CIO Teresa Payton. Reporting for WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Hillary McClure.